0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Ollie Cooper, CEO at Fuse. Oli, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Andy. How are you? I'm very, very well. Um, I've been looking forward to this chat for, for literally seconds, no, literally weeks. <laughs> um, we're calling it the Mighty Swipe, and the, the reason I'm calling that will become apparent later. But before we get into the the the, uh, the, the main nugget of today's talk, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Bonnie, and a little bit about uh, Fuse.
1: Sure, yeah. So um, I run Fuse, which is essentially the mobile arm of a venture builder called Bledim Chalcott. Flannan Chalcot is kind of a a cross between an incubator and a more traditional early-stage VC. And basically what Fuse is is the expression of BC's excitement about mobile, mobile technology, the smartphone, and Mm. and this incredible revolution in in mobile usage that we've seen since smartphones came out uh, a few years ago. And what Fuse does is essentially... You know, while there's a huge amount of excitement about what smartphones can do and just real excitement about the numbers, the, just the fewer numbers are really staggering around it. You know, there's projected to be something like 2.7 billion smartphones in the world by the end of next year. Mm. People with smartphones check them an unbelievable amount of times a day. I think it's something like two and a half thousand individual touches and 150 sessions on average. Just huge, huge numbers. And obviously for, for business and for mobile centric businesses, that's an incredibly exciting thing. And obviously we've seen unicorns spring up all over the place people like uber um just just kind of really blowing up because of the smartphone but then on the flip side there's there are a few kind of more worrying or or risky factors about starting a a mobile centric business really the fact that Most users only have about 30 apps on their phone and they only really check about 10 of those with any regularity in a a given month. So there's this enormous, enormous competition for attention and just through the the app stores, millions and millions of apps, thousands of apps being published a week, all clamoring for, for users' attention. So, basically what Fuse is and what we do is try and de-risk the process of building a a mobile-centric business. And we do that with a uh, a couple of kind of key elements. The first is a templated ideation and prototyping process where we we come up with with, with ideas for mobile-centric businesses and we try and test them as rapidly as we possibly can, usually before writing any kind of code at all. And that's kind of via focus groups and yeah. mock-ups and, and all that kind of stuff. And then the, the second piece that we employ is technology platform, which is built and run by our team of engineers, which allows us to put out um, prototypes uh, very fast, so that we can actually get real user interactions into into the concepts. And then yeah. we, we, we run them as tests, and the, the ones that are the most successful uh, in terms of engaging people and producing good metrics, and also getting people, getting potential investors excited as well, um, are then spun out as separate entities. And to, and to give you a sense of scale, you know, we've been doing this for, for a couple of years. We've spun off three businesses and tested about 30 different concepts with, with, with some degree of seriousness. Um, so that's Fuse. And, and, you know, my background, I'm actually a, a kind of classic channel marketer by, by training. Um, I got the chance to join Fuse back in, or joined BC, sorry, back in 2012.
0: Yeah.
1: And, yeah, it's kind of strange being a marketer running a tech company, but uh, but here we are.
0: Well, yeah. Is 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 yeah? it not? I don't think it's that uncommon actually. Now you produced. Um, I mean, we just set the scene here. You produced Bijou Commerce, which revolves around the sort of the single image swipe, doesn't it? Tell us how that works because that's what I wanted to sort of uh, talk about today.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, Bijou Commerce is a is a mobile commerce platform business that we spun out back at the beginning of last year, and it, it, the the core of the user experience there revolves around this single image swipe. And this whole idea of showing a user on mobile one thing and then one thing or one person or whatever it is, and then telling them that if they like it, they should swipe it to the right. And if they don't like it, they should swipe it to the left. I mean, this all this all was really popularized by Tinder, of mm, course. Mm. Um, and we use that as a format primarily for showing products for sale, mostly mm. in fashion. And the, the, the business basically has three elements, which we white label for individual retailers and publishers. And the three elements being you know, the mobile front end, which uses the the single image swipe as, yeah. as a kind of core piece, a set of... Content management tools to administer, administer and manage those front end pieces, and then the third bit is a is a plug in integration into the retailer's back end system, their e commerce system, so that all the, you know, all the flows of product and so on are, are unified with their existing systems.
0: Now you conceive these apps, don't you, and you trial these apps. I'm just wondering, uh, sort of, what what were the factors that led you to this sort of single swipe idea? What sort of Problems was it attempting to solve? Yeah, sure. I mean,
1: the, the, there's this enormous trend to go along with the, the growth of the smartphone, that the rise of mobile commerce kind of goes hand in hand. And you know, most retailers now, certainly in fashion, most retailers now see well over fifty percent of all the visits to their websites coming from mobile devices. And there's, a, there's obviously a lot of research around the field. Some of the research suggests that as much as 80% of all customer journeys are influenced by mobile somewhere along the way, whether that's somebody you know, showrooming or checking out a brand or checking out an individual product or most commonly just going to Amazon and checking a price. And so it, mobile is kind of touching not just digital sales but also physical ones, and then I saw something actually a couple of days ago suggesting that Black Friday, today being Black Friday, yes. um, in in the UK is going to be the first time where actual sales, mobile, uh, digital sales on mobile will eclipse digital sales on desktop sites, which is really phenomenal when you think about where we, we were just yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just five or six years ago. So, really, that's an opportunity. But the the problem, just going back to your question that we're we're trying to solve, is that lots of brands and retailers have been unsure about how to react to that. And the typical response is to build a mobile responsive website for their existing website, which is absolutely the right thing to do. And there are some great mobile website experiences out there. But obviously, the way that people engage with the smartphone it is very, very different than the way that they engage with their, a much bigger screen. You know, the smartphone offers a, a range of opportunities to engage with people. I mean, the most obvious being push notifications, but there's a few others as well, yeah. which are very hard to do on a mobile responsive website. Um, and so, our feeling was that the core problem to solve was the uh, the, the experience, the end user experience on a smartphone. Become being being better than 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 is offered to to uh, to users of mobile responsive sites, and really the group that we're particularly targeting are the kind of brand loyal, the guys at the bottom of the engagement funnel who are excited about retailers' new products, who shop there regularly. You know, mobile sites are fantastic for for one-off visits, for one-off purchases. But for anybody who wants to engage a bit more deeply with a brand, an app is, an app is definitely the, the best way to do that. And I mean, purely in terms of numbers, we know that mobile apps convert uh, people to purchase at four times the rate that people convert to purchase on mobile web. So the, the that's kind interesting. of, yeah, I mean, the opportunity there is, is to convert people into mobile and, and, and have a conversation with them and get them to purchase more. So that's really the core problem that we were looking at with Bijou Commerce
0: now the the swipe as i've called it um otherwise known as single image browsing i think that's right isn't it it's yeah. um it's a very powerful idea i'm just wondering what particular sorts of things it's suited to
1: yeah i mean it's it really it's it's an interesting one i think the the, the key the key point to it is that most people, when, they're, when they've when they got their phone and they're using it, about 75% of the time they're using it in one hand and they're navigating it with their thumb so they're actually touching the screen with their thumb. And if you picture a sort of classic... Desktop website setup where you're looking at products. Mm. There's a lot of you know a mouse is quite a precise tool to engage with with, with a website. You know you can click on little checkboxes. You can you're happy to sort of you know scroll with the scroll wheel and 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 click on quite precise points. Yeah. The nice thing about the the single image browse is that it's really thumb friendly. It's quite tactile. Mm. It's a nice big engagement. Block. You can tap on a product, or you can just swipe it and move it around the screen. But really, the limitations of it are it has to be a visual product. I mean, the nice thing is that you fill the screen with a product image. You you fill a a, a sort of three inch by five inch space with as as much of the product image as you possibly can. Mm. But obviously, that doesn't work particularly well for car insurance because you, you know, that's (laughs) not you're you're not massively interested in what the policy looks like. Just a big lump of Um, text. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then, if you you know, if you're looking at a an dress and you want to see it, like properly see mm. it, if you if you reduce it to a grid view, you're looking at a tiny, you know, a tiny tiny portion of an already quite small screen. Yeah. Whereas if you fill 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 the screen with the image, give someone a really really easy intuitive way to interact with it, that's where it works best. And really, my, the view on the view on the Tinder swipe is, we see it cropping up all over the place in terms of in terms of deployment in other segments. I mean, there's there's Tinder swipe for job for job postings, there's Tinder swipe for houses. There's really, um, you know, well, yeah, all, all over the place. And you know, our view is it's just a great common method, just like something like pinch and zoom. To, to interact with things on a tu- on a small touch screen and it's it's not sort of proprietary or, or anything like that. Loads of people use it and it's just a good method.
0: And it also focuses you down, doesn't it? There's no distractions. You're just seeing that one image, aren't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the the we we obviously spoke to a lot of people when we were um, building the business within retail and within e-commerce. A lot of the feedback that we had from them was that it's it's so crucial to get people to engage with product when they're on a site. The more you get them to engage with individual products, the higher their likelihood of converting is converting to purchase. So so yeah, and it, it just it, it's the best way. And certainly in our trials we found it was by far the best performing UI. And we had we had some amazing um stats in our we ran we ran one, one trial where we we had a single image browsing experience for sort of fast fashion clothes. Mm. We put it out there to to the test user group, and we had we had a small but not too small section of the of the user base who were swiping literally thousands of products. Uh, I think our record was some one woman who swiped something like twenty thousand products in four weeks. Just incredible, incredible numbers, she and it was just a very
0: strong big. thumb.
1: Yeah, very strong. And a lot of time on on her hands to do to do that. But you know that it's what it comes back to as well. I think is that where again where this single image browsing is very powerful is where people enjoy window shopping as well. You know they they want to look at this as almost like a leisure activity and that's how actually we, we interviewed her and spoke to her and that's almost how she viewed the, the, the experience, it was slightly gamified, good fun just to flip through stuff and, and to engage with it and and that's something that you don't traditionally get with a sort of grid view or a layout with 12 product, products on a page. Yeah.
0: And I'm assuming ollie that the the left and the right swipe are significant um uh, so that if you're swiping one way, you're saying "I don't like it," and if you're swiping the other way, you're saying "I do like it so presumably there's a a certain amount of uh of data crunching to do to work out what they're likely to like if they don't or do like what they're seeing yeah absolutely and
1: and this is this is where it gets kind of interesting from a marketing and, and personalization point of view the The really nice thing about the swipe is that it forces the user in a very gentle way but it does force them to, to have a reaction to every single product they yeah. see and mm. um, you know the, the swipe left to say that I don't like something and the swipe right to say I do like it and I'm going to put it in a special list mm. that creates this kind of preference metric which we use in Bijou Commerce to drive part of our personalization algorithm
0: mm.
1: And essentially, what that does is, is, is it, for every user, it takes all of the available products that could be shown to the user and reorders them based on that user's actions within the app. And that includes the left swipe and right swipe, but of course, it includes stuff like Taps on the product, dwell time on the product, mm. um, and purchasing, social shares, and that kind of stuff. But really, uh, algorithms get better the more you know, the more training they have, and the more data that they can get access to. Yeah. And the fact that every product is getting this reaction lets us tune the the, the personalization algorithm a, a bit better.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think you know the sort of utopian vision is where for marketers you've got a system where you're actually managing and tweaking a personalization algorithm and experimenting with it ab testing and letting the actual the actual channel activities the kind of traditional marketing channel activities flow from flow from a single point in your crm system guided by these personalization algorithms you know i, I don't think i don't think we're quite there yet but i don't think we're far off
0: yeah it's almost like machine learning for marketing isn't it
1: it is, yeah. And look, I think people people get get kind of, in some ways, a little bit scared by by that. As I said, the algorithms are only as good as the people who have built them and the people who are managing them and tweaking them. You know, just to give you an example, the the particular techniques we use have what's called a cold start problem, which means that if you if you gave the algorithm free reign. It would never show a user any new product because it doesn't have any information on it. It, it, it's, it looks through the product list and says that product has never been seen or bought or yeah. wishlisted by anybody. So I'm not going to show it to anybody. And so obviously you need the marketer, you need the merchandiser to come in and say, no, actually, you know, we've got this big promotion going on and we want to, we want to push new products or we want to push people who – like this particular type of product. We want to push black trousers to people who like black trousers very simplistically. Yeah. So I, I think it's all about putting putting more tools in the marketers' hands and letting them letting them complement their, their normal activities and, and to personalize. I mean people for a few years in marketing have been you know using email you know email automation tools to, to build great chains of of campaigns that, that adapt and react depending on how a you know, how a user interacts with those campaigns how the recipient um reacts to those campaigns and and actually that's that, that that's kind of this kind of the same thing i mean the market has taken their hands off the wheel at that point once mm. they set everything up and, and, and put it ready to go and this is this is kind of the same thing
0: well ollie this is uh absolutely fascinating area me as a developer it gets me um quite excited the idea of all those algorithms in the background crunching all the data which yeah, is and that's yeah, very yeah. sad but never mind uh, well thanks for yeah, shining a light totally on this cool. it's 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 uh it's a tool that people should certainly you know think about this this sort of notion of uh, the tinder swipers i like to call it um tell us about um how we can find out more about you and more about uh, bijou commerce
1: yeah, sure. And um, so we've got a website, ejucommerce.com. Eju Bijou is spelled B-I-J-O-U and then just commerce.com. Uh, we do weekly blogs on uh, on mobile commerce. We've got a couple of great white papers on there, and we're on LinkedIn as well. So if you search for us on LinkedIn, and look, I'm I'm always really happy to 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 have a chat about trends and answer questions, and just just connect to whatever via email. Uh, and I'm on Ollie. Uh, that's Ollie with two L's and a Y dot cooper at bgcommerce.com and very happy to, to answer questions of course on, on there
0: thank you very much holly and thank you listeners for listening to the show the uh, show notes usual place sitevisibility.com slash am podcast um, if you want to connect with me personally i'm dr pod on twitter and linkedin and uh, if you want to leave a, a question or an answer because we're looking for some questions and answers to do in a future show the uh, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.com and the magic phone line is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh and you can leave a recorded message there um so that's all from me andy and it's all from ollie bye everyone and we'll see you next time on internet marketing